Yo, 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 welcome back to the Brooklyn 214 Podcast. It is your boy, Kate Lou. Yes, hand claps, hand claps, hand claps. I am back. It's early in the morning on a Wednesday morning. By the time you guys hear or see this, it might be in the afternoon. It depends on how slow the computer works. But anyway, I'm here. I got a lot to get off my chest. I got to get ready for work in a few minutes. So let me, I'm going to try to make it as quick as possible. Because, um, yeah, we got a lot to get into. Let's start off with the NBA, because that's short and sweet. NBA Finals kicking off tonight. Miami Heat versus the L.A. Lakers. LeBron versus his old team. Shout out to Jimmy Butler again. Like I said, I got to apologize to Jimmy Butler. Every time I mention Miami, I'm going to apologize to Jimmy Butler. Because Jimmy Butler proved a lot of people wrong, including myself. So, shout out to Jimmy Butler, man. It's funny. Because LeBron is going against his old team. You know, you LeBron fans that's cheering for the Lakers, you was cheering for LeBron. You was cheering for Miami a couple of years ago. You don't want Miami to win now? They back. They still good. They in the finals. You don't want Miami to win? You not a Miami fan? You just Now you going for the Lakers? Okay. Hey, whatever you say, man. That's, that's how I feel about y'all. But anyway, shout out to LeBron going to the his 10th NBA Finals. I need y'all to realize that in the last 11 years, LeBron has been in 10 finals. The only time LeBron hasn't made the finals in the last 11 years is when he didn't make the playoffs. Like, hey, shout out to LeBron for that. I know it's a lot of LeBron haters. People don't like to hear that, but it is what it is. You know, you gotta you gotta stop hating. Uh, shout out to everybody that's listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and um, YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, shout out to my Twitch crowd as well. But yeah, the NBA Finals kicking off tonight, 8 o'clock Central Time. ABC is the channel. LA versus Miami. My predictions, I think LA wins in seven. They just too big. Miami has a great team. They can score. They can play defense. Uh, they can make it tough, but it's just too much size. It's too much size in L.A., so I I got to stick with that. And then LeBron is on a mission. You got the whole Kobe Mamba mentality thing going right now, you know, in honor for Kobe. So either way, I'm good. I mean, I'm a Mavs fan, so <laughs> we supposed to hate Miami and the Lakers. So, But I just want to see a good series. So whoever wins, I'm good. It doesn't matter really. To me so but i got la winning in seven i think it'll go seven miami could people sleeping on miami i don't know why people sleeping on miami like miami just didn't run through all the top teams in the east they ran through milwaukee like it was nothing they ran through boston like it was nothing i mean those are the two top teams right so stop sleeping on miami right Stop sleeping on Miami. They'll at least make it seven games. At least. At least. That's my opinion. But we'll see how it go. Now, let's get into some NFL. That's all I had in the NBA. I just want to keep it short and sweet. And before we get into the NFL, shout out to the Dallas Stars. Good job, man. We we didn't make it. We didn't win. But y'all did a good job. Y'all made it to the finals, the Stanley Cup finals and played a great series it went six games personally game four and game five was the best two hockey games i've ever seen in my life so great series 
Shout out to Tampa Bay for winning. Congratulations to y'all. Hand claps for y'all. Uh, just a better team at that time, man. Tampa brought it to us. They brought that fight. That was a man. They matched us and beyond because Dallas was like Miami Heat was running through everybody. And Dallas was the underdog in the playoffs, especially how we went in losing. And they managed to just turn it up to another notch. They started running through everybody. So I was like, oh, yeah, we go kill them, man. We ain't worried the way we playing. But shoot, Tampa Bay was on that same vibe. And like I said, game four and game five, best two hockey games I've ever seen in my life, man. So we fell short. I know, I know. We fell short. But shout out to y'all for winning the Western Conference and representing Dallas. In the championship, in the Stanley Cup, man. So, shout out to y'all for that. So, let me get off of that real quick. Let's get into some NFL week three. Week three. Y'all see, I'm trying to keep it moving today. I ain't wasting no time. Let's get into some scores. The Miami Dolphins took out the Jaguars 31 13. That was a Thursday night game. I did not watch it. So, I mean, it's the Jaguars and Dolphins. So, but apparently, Fizz Magic did his thing. Chicago Bears beat the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta blows another lead. You know, it's it's about time for to have that conversation about Quinn getting fired. It's about time to have that conversation. I've been saying it should he it should have happened last year in my opinion, but you know, uh, yeah, they blew another lead. I don't understand what the deal is with them, but they can't keep a lead. So, um, Atlanta blows a lead. Oh, another thing. Nick Foles comes in and replaced Trubisky. I don't know how Trubisky was playing. I wasn't watching the game early. I watched it late, and I saw Nick Foles. I thought Trubisky got hurt, honestly, until they said he got benched. So, shout out to Nick Foles. I still think Nick Foles is overrated. But, you know, we'll see what he do with Chicago. The Bills escaped the Rams. I saw that game, man. That was a good game. Good comeback by the Rams. They won. I'm sorry. The Bills won 35-32. The Cleveland Browns destroyed the Washington. I almost called them the, you know what, the Washington football team, 34-20. The Tennessee Titans, they win by one point over the Vikings. It's a lot of things coming out of that game as well, including players from Tennessee. I think it was like four players that got covid and a couple of staff members so they recently had to shut down their practice facility i think just yesterday actually and then another guy tested positive this morning but everybody else tested negative so i guess that's good i don't you know i don't really know but uh i guess four out of everybody i guess that's good i guess i don't know but shout out to the patriots cam newton killer cam 36 they take out the raiders 36 to 20. the 49ers destroy the giants 36 to 9. jason garrett what you doing? That's that typical Jason Garrett offense, but y'all talking about Dak. I'ma get into Dak. I'm sick of y'all. I'ma get into you, you Dak haters. You Dak haters. Dak asses is what they call them on the radio. So I got something for y'all coming up though. But we we go we, we go keep it going. The Bengals and the Eagles. 23 to 23 tie. <laughs> 23 to 23 tie. Just I don't know what to tell you. Eagles fans, you still think Carson Wentz is better than Dak? Huh? I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on you, Eagles fans. You still think Carson Wentz is better than Dak? Huh? Huh? 
let's think about it. Let's think about it. Oh, okay, that's what I thought. So yeah, the Eagles haven't beaten the Bengals in 24 years. Have y'all noticed that? That's an inter. You know, that's a look it up. That's a fact. Fun fact. They haven't beaten the Bengals in 24 years. I don't know what it is about the Bengals. Eagles can't beat them. The Steelers undefeated take out the Texans, who supposedly supposed to get Earl Thomas, but they changed their mind this week. So Dallas, you still got a chance. You still got a chance, but I highly doubt Dallas make a move. Let's see. Where were we? The Jets. Oh, of course. 36 to 7. The Colts take out the Jets. The Jets are 0-3. Pathetic team. The pathetic team. All you can do is laugh at them, so. The Carolina Panthers took out the Chargers 21-16. Tampa Bay Buccaneers 28-10 over the Broncos. The Detroit Lions. Oh, they actually beat the Cardinals. Oh, I turned the TV too early. Because I thought Arizona was going to win that game. Okay. Well, Detroit, shocking me because I'm just now finding it out. Beat the Cardinals 26 to 23. Shout out to Detroit for that. Wow. The Packers took out the Saints Sunday night football. Aaron Rodgers is the truth. And y'all done made it worse because now there's no fans in the away games. And y'all pissed Aaron Rodgers off by drafting another quarterback. So. Good job for pissing Aaron Rodgers off. Now he about to run through the league. Putting up 37 points again in New Orleans. Uh, 37 to 30. The Chiefs took out my Ravens, man. Pat Mahomes is on another level. I mean, that's this MVP race is going to be very interesting this year from the looks of it. Because I got Pat Mahomes. I got Russell Wilson. I got Aaron Rodgers. And you could probably sneak in Dak Prescott right now. I mean, you got Lamar Jackson. Uh, so it's it's pretty tough. Y'all know it's going to be quarterbacks. It ain't going to be nobody else. They don't even try to look at nobody else, which is stupid to me. It should be the best player. But anyway, y'all know it's going to be out of the quarterback. So, yeah, Pat Mahomes, man, 30, put up 34 points on the number one defense in the league in Baltimore. The Ravens had 20. Uh, yeah, I didn't even get to really watch that game like I wanted to because I was being loyal to my Twitch fam. My Twitch fam, I stream wrestling for them on Monday, so I was watching that. You know, I couldn't even watch my Ravens play like I wanted to because I was streaming for you Twitch guys, and I'm gonna get on you Twitch guys later on in this episode. I'm gonna get on you. I got something for you. You probably ain't gonna like it. I don't care. It is what it is. So get ready for that, Twitch. So now, let's get to the game of the week. For us, at least, because it's 214 Dallas, Brooklyn 214. Brooklyn's not here, of course. It's me, so it's 214. Dallas Cowboys lose to the Seattle Seahawks 38 31. <sighs> this team is a frustrating team to watch, man. Team is a frustrating team to watch. Let's get into some numbers. Russell Wilson had 27. He went 27 from 40 for 315 yards, five touchdowns. Whoo! That boy Lockett. Metcalf had 400. Uh, I'm sorry, four catches, 110 yards, one touchdown. 
Dak Prescott, 37 for 57, 472 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Zeke was bad, couldn't catch for nothing. He was 14 carries for 34 yards, one touchdown. Michael Gallup, I see you Gallup, six catches, 138 yards, one touchdown. Let's get into the rest of the team. Let's get into it. Let's see, Cedric Wilson, 107 yards on five catches and two touchdowns. Amari Cooper, nine catches, 86 yards. CeeDee Lamb, five catches, 65 yards. Schultz gave you four catches and 48 yards. Let's get into Seattle, because I know Lockett had a good game as well. Carson had 64 yards on the ground. Russell Wilson had 22 yards on the ground. Metcalf had, again, had 110 yards, one touchdown. Lockett had nine catches, 100 yards, three touchdowns. Olsen had five catches, 61 yards. So, yeah, Tyler Lockett, man, <laughs> too much speed, man. The guy gets open. The guy gets open, and it's just, I don't know. It's, you can't guard him. He's too fast. And then considering that we have a rookie on him, Anyway, people like I see people complaining about Diggs, but Diggs is literally our best cornerback right now. And he's a rookie with no preseason going up against the top receiver on every team each week. He's the ones matching up on him. He was the one on Julio last week. He was the one on Metcalf and going to lock it like he's a rookie. No preseason. They really didn't have any counts. Because of COVID, so I'm good with Tate. I'm good with um. About to say his name wrong. I said Tay Diggs. I'm good with Trevon Diggs. Uh, Trevon Diggs, nine tackles. Uh, nice play at the end on Metcalf because Metcalf thought he had a walk in, which he did. But he, I don't know what he was doing on that play. But shout out to Diggs not giving up on that play. Shout out to Diggs for doing your thing. Jalen Smith, eight tackles. Joe Thomas, eight tackles. Xavier Woods, five tackles. Alden Smith, three sacks. Let's go. Can we get a him? Can we get a Madden update on him, please, Madden? Can we please get a Madden update this week? He leads the league in sacks. Alden Smith. Let's, let's get a hand clap for him. Let's get a Madden update on him, too, please. 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 Jeez, man, so I can play with my team. Come on, man, because we're not getting no pressure on Madden. But anyway, Dak Prescott, another 400-plus yard game, three touchdowns. He is leading the league right now in everything. Just, yeah. Let's, let me pull it up because it's an argument going on Facebook right now that I'm trying not to pay attention to while I'm talking to you guys. Dak, Dak Prescott, through three weeks, first in pass completion, first in pass attempts, first in yards, First in yards per game, first in completions per game, first in attempts per game. So, you know, we got rid of the Jason Garrett scheme for the most part. We still got Kellen Moore. I don't like all of his plays. I'm kind of kind of iffy on Kellen, man. Like, I'm starting to get irritated with him because he's doing some things that are just not sitting right with me. Like, why you keep running screens to Zeke? Sunday, when you, they, they clearly not working. Because one, either he's not catching the ball Sunday for whatever reason. I don't know what he had going on. He couldn't catch for nothing Sunday. And then when he did catch it, your O-line was so depleted, you couldn't block nobody. 
as soon as he caught it, he was hit. Why you keep running screens? When you killing them downfield, you got four wide receivers that's doing work downfield. And you sitting there running screens and calling screens and calling screens and calling screens. Stop that. Throw the ball. Let Dak throw the ball downfield. He would have had 500 plus if you wasn't calling all them screens. So yeah, that's that's my look. That's my beef with Kellen Moore right now. So defense suck. Can we get a safety, please? Can we please get Earl Thomas? I, you don't even have to be Earl Thomas. Get get another safety, please. Bring in Snacks Harrison to play deep tackle. I these people are sitting out here, and these people are good, and you still not. You just refuse. You just refuse to get anybody. And I don't understand it. Now, let's get to these deck haters real quick, man, because y'all really pissing me off. Y'all getting on my nerves. Y'all sound stupid as hell. And y'all really make me wish Dak would go ahead and just leave. And I'm going to tell you why. We got Cowboys fans. First of all, I got one dude in one sports group talking about, oh, it's the reason people cheered for Andy Dalton when Dak got hurt two weeks ago in the Atlanta game. Yeah, did you, did you see the people that was cheering? Because those people were, I like to call them the good boys. That's going to be their name from now on, the good boys. Because you that's that's who I saw cheering. Those are people I see on social media, on the Cowboys websites, and um, their social media saying, Dak sucks, Dak sucks, Dak needs to do this, Dak don't need to get money, this and that. So I'm not even worried about them. I know the reason why they don't like Dak. They the good boys. Nothing else needs to be said. So let's get to the people, let's get to the other people that's not good boys and they call themselves Cowboys fans. I understand you being frustrated because they losing, but you, you making Dak the scapegoat. What the hell is wrong with you? What the hell are you watching? What are you watching? I just gave you the numbers that said Dak is first in everything right now, right? I just gave you that. Dak, two weeks consistently. Put up over 30 points with no problem right Dak defense consistently giving up 30 plus points right but Dak is the reason we're losing Dak is the reason we're wanting to really with Dak putting up these numbers with no o-line because everybody's hurt everybody's hurt Dak is putting up these numbers with no o-line which y'all y'all use as an excuse oh only reason Dak got numbers anyways because he got an o-line that excuse is gone. His O-line is trash right now. And Dak still putting up numbers. He putting up better numbers to start this season than he's ever put up. So what you got to say now? Then they say, they get mad at him for, he threw that interception at the end of the game. It happens, man. Like his receivers gave up on the route. If you watch the replay, look at Zeke. When they show Zeke running past the camera, Zeke thought he was sacked. A Cooper, uh, Cooper wasn't even on the field. I didn't even see him. Uh, Gallup thought he was sacked. Like, they all thought he was sacked. That's why they was all just standing there when he threw the ball. Now, in my opinion, Dak should have threw the ball out of bounds. I will give y'all that. If y'all want to argue that, that's my opinion. But maybe maybe he need to look at the clock. I don't know what was going through his mind. He should throw it out of bounds and live to fighting up for another play. But it was six seconds left. You know, throw it out of bounds. Get another playoff, you know, and see what happens. That's that's my only thing about that. But again, he just got hit. 
<laughs> he just got lit up by an offense or defensive lineman. He probably didn't realize how much time was left on the clock at, at that point. So it is what it is on that. But Dak, y'all gotta stop hating on Dak. Y'all gotta stop blaming Dak for all everything. Dak can't play defense. Dak didn't run for 14 yards and three quarters like Zeke did. Dak wasn't dropping all these screens like Zeke was. And I'm not blaming Zeke either. Zeke had a bad game, but this is not his fault. I blame the defense. Because Dak gave you the go-ahead touchdown drive. I'm sorry, field goal drive, because they, they ended up kicking the field goal. And what did the defense do? They let Seattle come right back down the field and score a touchdown. So, my, my bad, Dak. I didn't know you played quarterback, cornerback, safety, linebacker, and D-tackle, bro. I didn't know. I didn't know, man. I didn't know you was responsible for blitzing the quarterback as well. So, you Dak haters got to chill. I got one dude saying, oh, Dak don't win close games. He don't. He always mess up at the end of the games. So, I posted the stat that says Dak, since 2016, which is his rookie year, that says Dak has more game-winning drives than any quarterback in the league right now. Then he bust out and say, oh, well, it's big games that he don't win. Okay, so if it's not big games he win, tell me when he beat Russell Wilson in the playoffs, was that not a big game? Huh? It wasn't? When he went to Green Bay and destroyed them, was that not a big game? Huh? It wasn't when they went to New Orleans a couple of years ago and destroyed them. Was it not a big game? When New Orleans came to Dallas and um, they was heavily favored and we destroyed them. Was that not a big game? Huh? When we went to Pittsburgh that year, they rookie year. Was that not a big game? Huh? Okay. But Dak always choked, right? Dak always choked. He lost Sunday. He lost Sunday to a guy that should, they might win MVP, by the way, who just went down the field. And then when he lost to Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs, it's because Aaron Rodgers had the ball last. And the defense, again, gave up the drive. Dak put the numbers on the board. Y'all, Cowboys was winning. Dak did his job. Only thing he could do now is watch. As the defense come down the field, and let the other team just do whatever with them. Like, y'all got to chill, man. I, I, this right here is the reason I hope Dak leave. I hope Dak leaves so Cowboys can suck again, not have a quarterback, put your little, you know, one of your good boys in, your little sunshines in, and then see how bad he sucked, and then watch Dak thrive somewhere else. Because if Dak was in on any other team in the NFC East right now, if he was in Philadelphia, New York, Washington, and he was putting up this number, these same numbers, and he's going one and two, only thing y'all would be saying right now, everybody would be like, oh, Dak need helps. Dak needs help. That's what y'all would be saying. Y'all wouldn't be blaming him for the losses and saying he's not a winner. Y'all would be saying Dak needs help. If Dak was in Cincinnati putting up these same numbers and one and two, y'all would be saying Dak needs help. If he was in Cleveland, I could anywhere. If Dak was anywhere putting up these same numbers and they was one and two, y'all would be saying Dak needs help. 
y'all wouldn't be saying oh Dex sucks Dex is not accurate first of all you can't say he's not accurate when he's number one in tight window throws that's a stat that's a fact I'm hitting y'all with stats and facts and you still arguing just say you don't like the guy I'd rather you say that don't sit there and talk about Dak this and Dak that he can't do this he can't do that just say you don't like the guy and keep it simple and keep it moving then we ain't got no argument then if you don't like him fine that's cool with me that's your that's your your business if you don't like him fine but to sit there and start throwing out oh he just get garbage stats when he came back against Atlanta what you think Nick Foles did then when he came back against Atlanta those not garbage stats what's the difference they both was down what's the difference because Nick Foles came in late it's still garbage stats right because they was losing right so I mean if it's garbage stats for that it's go it's garbage stats for Nick Foles don't praise Nick Foles the same people praise Nick Foles called Dex win last week garbage stats seriously you said that's how stupid you sound how's it gonna be a praise for him but it's garbage stats for another guy they both in the same situation they both losing when they playing what did I mean come on but whatever man just say you don't like him if Dak was anywhere else he would be getting praised and saying that he needs help because Dak needs help defense suck we had the worst defense in the league the defense sucked then somebody tried to compare him to Pat Mahomes well Pat Mahomes he not only lives but he won Super Bowl first of all Pat Mahomes is Pat Mahomes ain't nobody touching Pat Mahomes really in the NFL quarterback wise Russell Wilson might be might be the closest him and Aaron Rodgers might be the closest right now Aaron Rodgers is getting on the older side so I probably put Russell Wilson up there with Pat Mahomes and that's about it but um let's let's get some let's get one thing straight Pat Mahomes defense know how to get off the field on third down that's something Dallas can't do right now that's something Dallas couldn't do last year Pat Mahomes defense know how to get off the field when it's third down they making the play if you watch the Super Bowl they made plays on third downs if you watch the last year in the playoffs even with them going down once Pat once they got close again and they scored which that's something Dak does the Cowboys go down all the time we start off bad and Dak put points on the board but the difference is the Chiefs defense step up and make plays on third downs Cowboys don't and they haven't in years so that's the difference the Rams when we lost to the Rams in the playoffs that was a good game but defense didn't make third down stops that's 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 the problem that's the problem like this team is overrated on defense well not now because everybody know they suck now but they have been overrated on defense um, Tank Lawrence ain't been crap since he got paid so I'm kind of ready to get rid of him while we can like Alden Smith came in shoot Alden Smith and Robert Quinn both right now so far came in and just dominating more than Tank maybe Tank is getting double teamed more or whatever I can believe that but Tank is not he hasn't been Tank since he got paid he was getting double teamed then and he was getting through it he not getting through it now ever since he got that check 
So, I mean, whatever, man. That's all you decaders, man. Just go on somewhere. That's all I got to say about y'all. Now, for that's all I got on sports. That's all I got on sports. Now, for all my people that's not interested in listening about wrestle talk, wrestling, WWE, and all that stuff, this is where I tell you thank you for listening and thank you for watching. And you can go ahead and go on about your business. Because this next segment is going to be strictly for my wrestling people, a.k.a. my Twitch crowd who's been asking for me to talk about wrestling. Because that's what they watch on Twitch. So, for my people, non-WWE people, thank you again. Thank you for listening. Make sure you go to dopecontent.com. That's dope content with the K. Dope content with the K. Get your gear. Stay up to date with the latest in music, sports, fashion, entertainment, things like that. And um, get you some gear. Like I said, got a phone case. You, you see the dope content phone case right there. iPhone. Then we got Samsung and Android as well. So, you know, go ahead and become dope and stay dope. So, shout out to y'all. This is about to be, this next segment is about to be for my wrestling crowd. So, shout out to y'all. And I'll see y'all later if, if you're done. If you're done listening and watching. Now, my Twitch crowd, what's up with you? How you doing? Let me give you a hand clap as well. What's up, Twitch? Let's get into some WWE real quick. We, I don't even know where to start, man. Let's let's start with Clash of Champions. Um, great pay per view, great pay per view, great pay per view. Probably their best pay per view in a long time, as far as the main roster, SmackDown and Raw. So it started off with the triple threat match, the Intercontinental Title. I said that wrong. Did I say that right? I said it right. Match between Jeff Hardy, Sami Zayn, and AJ Styles. Shout out to SmackDown, because SmackDown is the reason, really the main reason, that that pay-per-view was good. Because SmackDown opened and closed the match with great matches. That match was good, man. I give it a I give it an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. I mean, the way that they had Sami Zayn win was just genius. And the fact that Sami Zayn won was just great man like Sami Zayn deserved that he deserved that big moment he deserves that that big match and he really never lost the IC title to begin with so considering that he came back and then they had him beat AJ and Jeff Hardy I mean that's how can you beat that in a ladder match how can you beat that that's that's good shout out to Sami Zayn man so good job finally getting his his push that he deserves that we've been waiting on for years so shout out for that and I feel like I feel like that this is gonna lead to more matches. It depends on how the draft goes, but we're gonna get into the draft in a minute. I feel like this is gonna lead to more matches between the three. I hope so. You know, hopefully the draft don't ruin it, but we'll see. Um The WWE title match, Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre. It was pretty good. I like that they brought the veterans. I'm sorry, not the veterans, the legends back. I'm still in football mode, talking about veterans. I like that they brought the legends back. Um, it kind of don't make sense that Christian and Ric Flair was cool, considering Ric Flair was the one that set Christian up for Randy Orton to knock him out in the first place. But, you know, WWE, especially Raw, whoever writes Raw is whatever. Because Raw hasn't. Anyway. Let's get back to the match. <laughs> um, yeah, Christian and Ric Flair shouldn't be cool. I wouldn't be cool with Ric Flair right now. I don't care if he attacked Randy Orton. Yo, you you the reason I got kicked in the head. So 
I wouldn't be cool with you. But shout out to Shawn Michaels, um, Christian, Ric Flair, Big Show, all coming through. I felt like that match helped Drew look good and retain his title. But Randy still looked very strong because it took all of them to beat Randy. And then, of course, Monday night you had Randy do what he did, attacking him, which I loved. Put on the night vision goggles, <laughs> night vision goggles, and went in there and just took them all out. I loved it. I loved how they did that. So let's continue on. Roman Reigns versus was it Jey Uso? Jey Uso, yeah, it was. I always get them confused. That that WWE name, Jey Uso. Great storytelling. Let me give you a hand clap for that. Great storytelling. The match did exactly what I said they was going to do. Plus more. Because I thought Roman was just going to beat him down and just, that was it. I didn't know they was going to do all the talking and storytelling that they did. So I loved it. That it went down how it went down. I feel like, I mean, it's so many ways you can go with that now. You can have it where jay comes back they can they continue that feud um when jimmy gets healthy jimmy can come back and try to fight roman jay can turn on his jimmy because jimmy threw in the towel like it's it's so many it's so many angles you could do with that the way they did it sunday the way they left it sunday so it's, it's a lot of things you could do jimmy can attack roman when he healthy um roman and jay can keep going at it for a little bit longer you know what i'm saying it's, it's, it's so many things you can do with that so and then like I said Jake attack can attack Jimmy you know and they can have a little feud then one of them can join Roman and it be them two versus one of those it's it's a lot you can do and then they can probably end up all being back together I, it's, it's a lot you can do with that so I appreciate the storytelling in that um let's get into some things about like Raw and Smackdown um Lana, Whew. I feel bad for Lana. I try, I'm trying not to laugh, so I'm gonna let them laugh for me. But um, Lana has been put through a table two out of three weeks, and she got beat last Monday. Y'all know what the deal is with that. It's Vince McMahon being petty, cause Lana's husband, Rusev, aka Miro, is now is now in AEW. So Vince is being petty. So Vince catch these boos. And Lana, you just now, for the rest of your contract, at least you on TV, but you on TV catching these beatdowns. So that's that's how it is for Lana. I feel bad for her. I, I want her to go ahead and just leave. Go to AEW. They women's division is trash, so you'll be able to get plenty of TV time. <laughs> uh, and then Natty, Natalia, I feel bad for her because she's forced to team with Lana. Which means she got to lose too. So, I mean, that's why don't do Natalia like that. That's like that's worse than Mickey. Y'all doing her worse than Mickey. Y'all teaming up with Lana just to take L's every week. You know what I'm saying? So, I, you know, Raw. Who's ever writing Raw is just not doing a good job. I will like Zelina skipping the line. I like Zelina's getting a push, but the fact that she just skipped the line. Like, we just go forget that she lost to Bianca Belair every match that they had, right? And we go forget that she just loses. She lost to everybody, really. She, it wasn't just Bianca. Zelina hasn't beaten anybody. 
And all of a sudden, she's number one contender just because she come out and slap Oscar. And then she get two matches at that. Lose both. So we'll see what they do with Zelina. I'm just glad. I'm glad she's finally able to wrestle. But to have her skip the line like she did, I'm not with that. So uh, Retribution. <laughs> Hold on. I, I just had to do my retribution voice real quick but uh retribution has now been signed to a contract with wwe and i'm just like okay why would you sign the people that's been trying to destroy your company like it, it doesn't make sense it would have been better off if they just kept them as you know what you not signed but we gonna put you in this match to make you pay so but no they got signed and the first thing came out their mouth is we're gonna destroy the wwe why would you sign that's like me going to let's say i'm trying to get a job at the radio the sports radio station so me being mad that they didn't hire me i go down there i start blowing stuff up i destroy the office i destroy the studio and as my punishment, they say, you know what, KF, Kalu, we gonna get you a job. Here you go. Here's a contract. That's basically what the WWE did with Retribution. And then they gave him these masks. Like, Dio Madden looks cool. I forgot Dio Madden was even a former um, announcer for Raw. I forgot who that even was because he disappeared. But you would have been better off leaving them as Dio Madden instead of changing their names. Like you could have left them as Mia Yim and um, Dio Madden and um, Dajakovic. You could have just left them and just gave them a storyline of why they're attacking. Like, hey, we've been stuck in NXT or Dio Madden, uh, whatever his name is. I forgot his name at first. The, the black guy with the dreads that was on the announce team. He could have been like, hey, you remember when y'all, I got attacked and then I was off the commentary team and y'all just threw me away? He he had a reason to be mad. So I don't understand why <laughs> they had to change their names and start new Instagrams and Twitters and all that stuff. T-bars and that boy ain't right, as the king said. <laughs> and all the T-bars killing it, though, with his tweets. I give him that. Dodge COVID is killing it with his tweets. But yeah, um, they wasn't on Raw Monday because I know they had a couple of them quarantining right now for COVID. But it was supposed to be like 25 of them anyway with the main five. So I feel like they could have had it where they had the other random people just run out and attack and then leave. But you know, that's just me. It wasn't no Raw Underground this week. I don't know what happened with that. Maybe because of COVID too. But you know. I missed it a little bit, I guess. I missed it a little bit. I was too busy getting into it with some people. Um, with really like two people on my Twitch feed to even pay attention to Raw on the Ground not happening. So Twitch people that's be that's expecting um me to keep streaming the wrestling and risking my page for y'all. Just for y'all to come in and act like y'all act. I don't know what to tell you because uh, pretty soon it's gonna go away. So shout out to it. Let's continue on with Raw. The Iconics. Why, why did they break them up and then have them fight each other one week 
just so they could be friends again the next week after that. What was the point of that? Slap yourself. Please. I don't understand that. Um Yeah, why why did you break them up to begin with? If you just go put them back together. Stop writing the shows week to week and start building them up like you used to. Like SmackDown is doing right now. Who is who's ever doing SmackDown? Shout out to you, man. Cause you've been doing a great job. This whole storyline with Sami Zayn, AJ and Jeff, that's been building for weeks. Um, Roman and Uso, that's been building for weeks. Um, let's see, who am I missing? Shoot, The Fiend and Alexa Bliss, that's been building for weeks. That's been building for months, actually. And I, I don't know if you noticed Alexa Bliss, how she was looking at Roman Friday, last Friday. That lets you know that The Fiend is coming back for that title, which, again, they... They just threw it out there to let you know, hey, this ain't over with the fiend. He still know what's going on, and he still got to go, and he still got somebody he's gonna come when he come back. So, shout out to SmackDown, man. They they building stuff up, they building storylines up. What they doing with the women's division, however, outside of Bailey and Bailey and Sasha, whatever they doing with the women's division, they got to get better on that because it's been trash. It's been trash. Bailey and Sasha is the only storyline going. They got all these talented women on SmackDown. And we got one storyline that's worth something. And we all saw that coming anyway. So outside of that, SmackDown is good. Outside of the women's division, SmackDown is good. They need more tag teams. Or they need to unify the belts. Either or. That's that's what I need them to do. Shout out to Robert Roode for coming back. They probably go put him back in the tag team with Dolph. That's what it looks like. So... Dolphins in another tag team, just like Cesaro. That's that's what they do. They put Dolphins and Cesaro in tag teams. That's the thing. Now, Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins. Uh, I will give Raw that. That's one storyline that they have been building and kept going for months. You know, like old school story feel. And you know what? People kill me complaining. I'm tired of seeing the same matchups. You know what I'm saying? Um, Dominic versus Buddy. I am tired of saying. But this is what people ask for. You wanted old school storytelling. You want it, and now you're complaining because you're getting it with this feud. You wanted old school storytelling. You got tired of these microwave feuds where people, oh, he's beefing with him one week. Now he's beefing with somebody else next week. The next week. Okay, so now they're giving you a long story so it can play out. And really, I like how they did it because what they did was it started off with Ray and Seth, right? And then they had their matches. I don't care what y'all say. The eyeball match was great until the end. The ending was, that that's what threw me off, how they did it. And then the fact that it was an eyeball match. But outside of that... I streamed that match on Twitch, by the way, and everybody that was watching agreed. So don't stunt now and act like it wasn't a good match. That was a great match between them two at the um, House of Horrors Extreme Rules, right? I just didn't. We just didn't like the eyeball thing. Then they did the little fake. It, it, yeah, it, it, it was too much on that. So, but um, the the story in itself has been going on. It started with them two. And that was their way of introducing Dominique to WWE. 
and helping him get his start that's what it was that's what it was so that's pretty much the that was pretty much why the story started to begin with and now you see that dominique is the one in the ring fighting buddy fighting set dominique is the one that's in the storyline fighting for his sister y'all excuse me so speaking of his sister Aaliyah people are highly upset about Buddy Murphy and Aaliyah um the storyline that they might be in an entanglement <laughs> they might be in an entanglement um pretty soon or whatever but and I get it because Aaliyah is 19 and Buddy is like 30 31 something like that I get the whole me too and you know people being sensitive i knew people was gonna be mad about it but at the same time um ray mysterio and his wife and their brother or their son they all there as a family so they all signed off on it and it's not like they having sex or kissing or anything it's text matches type of it's pg-13 show so they can't do none of that stuff anyway so a 19 year old liking a 30 year old wrestler that happens in real life that that happens in real life so you people that's mad about it i understand because they they got a whole bunch of people going through like sexual assaults and stuff not sexual assaults but whatever they got going on in wrestling a lot of people been called out this past year for sexual harassment and stuff so i i do get it but the whole family is there the dad the mom they all agreed and that's a wrestling family this ain't the first time Aaliyah and dominique has been part of wwe they've been letting y'all know since like what 2005 that these kids are pretty much like shane and stephanie they're growing up in the in the wrestling business and they're pretty much gonna i don't know if Aaliyah is gonna be a wrestler or not i don't know if that's the plan for her I don't know what she's gonna be. She'll be a manager, but it looks like she's gonna be a part of WWE for the future. And that's kind of how Dominic is. Dominic is, he's already a full-time wrestler now, but Dominic has been on WWE program since 2005. It's the same with Aaliyah. Both of them has been on um, WWE program. So you already knew at some point they was gonna get involved. She's 19, she's grown. And for her to have a crush on a wrestler, it happens. It happens in real life. I know girls younger than that, they got crushes on wrestlers. So until they do something vulgar with them two, I'm not gonna complain about it. It's a freaking storyline on a PG show. Relax, stop complaining, stop crying. I mean, you got spinoffs from the Rey Mysterio Seth Rollins. And they spinning it off into another storyline. Like, what are you complaining about? If you watch the Rootless, Aggre- uh, Rootless Aggression and Attitude Era days, this is the type of stuff you got all the time. And it used to be much worse and more vulgar. So, for y'all complaining about, oh, they they doing Seth and Mysterio again and Buddy and Mysterio. You got Buddy beefing with Seth too. Like, it's, it's so many ways you could twist this storyline right now. And they've been building this up for months and they introducing new characters. Dominic is a new character. Aaliyah is a new character. I don't know, again, I don't know if she's gonna be a wrestler one day or a manager or something, but she's a new character. Buddy Murphy is getting more time. 
and he's doing stuff outside of just being sets bodyguard or whatever you call him disciple like now he's starting to speak up himself let's get into alistair black kevin owens i don't like that alistair black is coming out it seemed like it's gonna be a jobber but the fact that he's jobbing to kevin owens and him and kevin owens is going back and forth i'm not really mad about it because kevin owens need a good i don't understand the feud because they were friends seth rollins is the reason his eyes messed up with the patch well it was messed up and he came out fighting kevin owens so i didn't understand how they did that that was just stupid to me but the fact that them two are having good matches for the most part because monday wasn't really nothing special uh but the fact that them two are going at it it could lead to good matches if they do it right i don't feel like they go do it right that's the only thing i'm nervous about because it's on raw if it was on smackdown i would feel better and have you noticed that every time SmackDown gets better than Raw, they do a draft. Have you noticed that? Every single time SmackDown starts beating Raw, they do a draft. And I understand it's time to mix things up. But watch them take the main characters that's in main storylines from SmackDown. Watch. It never fails. I'm pretty sure AJ is going back to Raw. Considering that Paul Heyman is on SmackDown now. And AJ wants to see his son play football, which his son plays on Friday nights. So I'm sure AJ is going to end up back at Raw. So that's going to end that uh, feud between him, Jeff Hardy, and Sammy, unless they all get drafted over there. So we'll see what happens. I love the Hurt Business right now. Shout out to them. I love them. Love what they doing. Shout out to MVP because he's the reason all this stuff is going on with the Hurt Business and not Shelton Benjamin and all them getting TV time. So shout out to MVP for that. Give your hand claps for that MVP. Uh, I really don't have nothing on AEW. Cody Rose came back, dark hair. Um, I like the fact that the elite, the, um, what's the name? The Jackson boys. Can't even think of their name right now. I like the fact that they're heels. Um, dang, what is their name? What is their tag name? My mind just went blank. But you know what I'm talking about. Nick and Mac Jackson. I like that they're heels. Um, Matt Hardy. I don't really care for his AEW run. I don't know who they go have beat Dean Ambrose, aka John Moxley, for the title. I really don't see nobody strong enough to take the belt away from him right now. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't see a character on there that's strong enough to take away the belt. That's why he's still holding on to the belt. And for the people that's mad about it, again, y'all like microwave stuff. I blame social media and video games. You mad that you happy, you want somebody to win a belt, but you only want them to have a belt for like a month or two. And then you ready to go on to somebody else. You ready to skip on to somebody else. Like this whole popcorn microwave champion to champ feud to feud, like no. But you complaining about bad storylines and them writing week to week. That's cause y'all want stuff to change so much. One month you want Daniel Bryan. The next month you tired of him. One month you want AJ Styles. Next month you tired of him. One month you want Kofi. The next month you tired of him. One month you want um Seth Rollins. Next month you tired of him. Becky Lynch for one month. Then you tired of her. Like, come on, man. Drew McIntyre. Now, y'all tired of him right now. 
John Moxley. Now you tired of him. Like, what do y'all want? You can't be old school wrestling fans and talking about you want the old school because Stone Cold had the belt forever. The Rock had the belt forever. Triple H had the belt forever. JBL had the belt forever. So I don't y'all y'all kill me, man. But that's all I got for y'all. For the people that want to watch the pay-per-view Sundays and people that's watching, go to Content Dope on Twitch. Not dope content, content dope. Content dope. That's where you can watch the pay-per-views. I'm not I'm no longer risking my main page for y'all. So if they block that page, I'm cool with it because that's not my main page. But I'm not risking my main page for y'all no more. So content dope. For the people that watched last Sunday, shout out to y'all, because I know y'all been watching. Um, that means you subscribe as well. And that's all I got for the week. I had to do my Ben man. I got to get ready for work. So that's what I'm about to do. And I holla at you. Dopecontent.com with the K. With the K. Dope content. Get your gear. Get your mask. Get your shirts. Get your hoodies. Get your leggings. Get your phone cases and etc. I'm going to add some more stuff. I'm going to add an Amazon sales list to the website probably today. Hopefully today I can add that. So if for the people that like to shop on Amazon and you want deals, I have the deals posted on the website as well. So, um, cause the Amazon, I'm an affiliate with Amazon, so they send me like Prime deals and stuff and all that. So I'm gonna put a section up on the website for that as well. So shout out to y'all, shout out to everybody for watching and listening, and please subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. As you can see, my wrestling fans, I added wrestling for y'all today. I added wrestling for y'all today. So come on with it. Bring them on up in here. And thanks to all my normal people that listen and watch. I appreciate y'all. Dope content with the K Brooklyn 214 Podcast. This is K Lou, and I am out.